as we continue the Nobody Wants to Work series, we have seen an increase in resignations. Although many people from diverse occupations have spouted, I've had enough, <laughs> and are seeking more purposeful work, others are opting for early retirement, while others are begrudgingly staying put as inflation skyrockets. So as a leader, you may have experienced managers evacuating, unfulfilled colleagues, or begrudging employees who can't afford to leave. Or maybe you have managed to create a purposeful workplace. Well done, you. As a small business, having your talent take an early exit can leave a void in executing your strategic plan. So what's a small business to do? Stop the exodus before it starts. Incorporating conscious leadership practices as part of your culture can turn nobody wants to work into everyone wants to contribute to your mission. In the previous You Me We Infusions, we shared strategies to incorporate to engage your team in purposeful work. Four of them were connect to compassion connection, address what the world needs, utilize colleagues' talents, make a social initiative sustainable. Incorporating each social impact advantage is fundamental for long-term engagement and colleague fulfillment. Conscious leaders guide colleagues to connect to what they care about, to optimize their meaning while engaging them using various leadership practices to harness their best to achieve the organization's mission. I have been honored to interview politicians, business, education, and community leaders from 25 countries for the You, Me, We Amplified podcast. There are several characteristics that they have in common. They have integrity. They feel a sense of responsibility and are service of something bigger than themselves. They're committed to creating a culture of we. They collaborate to make a vision a reality. They have the courage and the willpower to persevere. And perhaps most importantly, they are at cause not effect. Conscious leaders embody these characteristics and incorporate a worldview where business decisions consider profit, balance with colleagues and community and the environment. They are radically responsible and self-aware and are committed to creating a culture of we. At You, Me, We Social Impact Group, we believe by adapting conscious leadership practices, you'll transform your organization into a more inclusive, tolerant, and trusting ecosystem where colleagues will flourish. Sounds pretty good, right? <laughs> Over the next several weeks, we'll dive into how to incorporate conscious leadership practices into your business based on what motivates colleagues to give their best so you get their best. Each of us is either top heavy or bottom heavy. Well, <laughs> wait for it. Meaning above the line, you are at cause. 
And that cause is where you create your life. Below the line, you are at effect. Effect is when you respond to life. Conscious leaders are at cause, where we are open, curious, committed to learning, and we see abundance. Of course, this is where you're going to see all sorts of possibilities. And below the line, we are at effect, committed to being right, defensive, close. We see scarcity. Below the line, we lead with our ego. And up top, we lead with our ears. Knowing if you are a cause or effect is vital to attract, retain, and engage diverse colleagues. We all have egos, but to what degree does your ego dictate decisions and your actions? Our default position is to be at effect. Yeah. Most of the population is at effect. This is due to evolutionary psychology, particularly the amygdala, the part of the brain that scans for threats so that although there may be no lion about to pounce, eh, <laughs> there could be an ego deflator about to pounce, threatening our perception of self. So our ego digs in and wants to be right. Through self-awareness, you can tame your ego. So what does the brain have to do with that? Well, according to neuro-linguistic programming, otherwise known as NLP, our unconscious mind processes 11 million bits of information every second, but our conscious minds can handle only 134 bits of information a second. So we delete, distort, and generalize information to support our established biases and beliefs. This explains why the same people always believe in conspiracy theories. Anyway, rabbit hole avoided. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that everyone seems to drive a white car when you get a new white car? So whatever car you're driving, everyone has one. Your mind filters through all the vehicles and just sees the white ones. It is like looking for information to support the generalizations that all cars are white or all people are loud irresponsible. Let's make this a little more positive, right? Supportive, loving, or friendly. When dealing with a colleague or anyone for that matter, we delete, distort, or generalize information to support our established biases and beliefs. As a result, we project our perception onto them, often impeding their potential. Yeah, leaders subconsciously do this too. I remember working with someone I believe would have been hard work. And guess what? She was. I had to recalibrate. Pulling out the magnified mirror, I asked myself, what am I learning about myself based on my perception of my client? Now, that was a revealing conversation with self, I'll tell you. But by asking, what am I learning? I was able to take ownership of my part in, in creating an environment that wasn't productive. So be aware, ask, what am I learning? Fosters taking responsibility. The result, I made a conscious choice to shift my perception from she's hard work to thinking she's capable, committed, and magnificent. Quite a shift. The reboot did pay off for both of us. Rapport transformed, and so did her view of the world. How? Because I 
believed she could. This new perspective transformed my view of the world too. This is called projecting our perceptions. As a leader, have you ever projected onto someone your perception of them? What have you observed? That conscious effort of learning will help transform the perception and start to clear the path to listen, learn, and lead without preconceived biases and limiting beliefs. So you can start moving from effect to cause. If you want the best from people, you need to see the best of people. And to see the best of people, you need to be your best self. Your best self is the authentic you. By removing social masks that protects our ego, you create space for others to remove theirs and live their potential at work. Now, what can you do now to make your contribution count? Well, first of all, self-reflect. If you observe people not responding in the way you anticipated, check yourself first. What may you be doing to project onto them? You could be perpetuating the situation. Are you projecting a limited belief, bias, or attitude that may impact the situation? Hmm? Once you evaluated, recalibrate and take a different approach that is open, curious, and committed to learning. You may just see a perspective that alters your view of the world. Thanks for joining me. I'm Suzanne F. Stevens, and at Yumi We Social Impact Group, we grow conscious leaders, their influence, and social impact sustainably. As part of our commitment to this mission, I invite you to complete a potential assessment, a transformational tool highlighting your strengths and growth opportunities. And the best part, it reveals the biggest barrier to reach your full potential, a $297 value with You, Me, We compliments. Visit youmewe.ca slash potential assessment to gain access to this accurate transformational tool. And like, share, and comment on how you can make your contribution count. For you, me, 